0: Hello, and welcome to Our Therapy for Nerds, a podcast where we discuss the latest shows we watch, games we play, and books we read in order to keep our sanity in these crazy times. I'm your host, Nikki.
1: And I'm the other host, Andy. And we thought we'd kick off this podcast adventure discussing a show we very much enjoyed, Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney+. Plus.
0: So, Andy, before we talk about Kenobi, why don't you tell... Us, how you first got into Star Wars or or how your evolution of being a Star Wars fan has gone through your life.
1: Yeah, so we were born the year Star Wars came out. And that, I think, has yes, this special yes, connection. we are old. It's not yeah. old. <laughs> it, it's not even vintage yet. It's just, it's fantastic is what it is. But <laughs> I vaguely remember seeing Empire Strikes Back as a, a, ch- a young, young child, I think I fell asleep after the first 10 minutes, honestly, because I remember the Battle of Hoth, and that was it. It wouldn't be till later on uh, from watching it on uh, VHS that I remember seeing the whole thing, and then I do remember seeing Return of the Jedi in the theaters. That was my first full cognizant experience with Star Wars. And as a kid, I had a lot of the Star Wars toys, so I had uh, ships, and I had the figures, and I absolutely loved playing with Star Wars. As the years went on, I would read some of the novels that are now considered legend. Uh, They're not the canon or extended universe, they are legend. Uh, But I always enjoyed those as well. And it wasn't really until I was in the Army that I had a full appreciation of Star Wars, what it meant to me, and more specifically, the prequel trilogy. Um, In 1999, when everyone was waiting for Star Wars The Phantom Menace to release here in the United States, I was actually serving as a peacekeeper in Bosnia in the U.S. Army. Um, We had a lot of very rough things happen over there, especially things like the Coastal Bombing, which directly affected us. Uh, And it was very miserable. We were away from home. Didn't see our families, felt very disconnected. But one thing George Lucas did was he gave his movies to the military for free. Wow. So that was something he felt very passionate about. And so the day that the Phantom Menace released in the United States, we actually saw it at Camp Eagle in Tuzla, Bosnia, um, 1999. And it was funny because it went through the first, I think, 15 minutes, and then the film broke. And we're like, no. (laughs) Um, But then the whole thing started up again. And we watched the whole thing. And let me tell you this. Uh, when the, the the first uh a long time ago on a galaxy far far away hit the screen, everybody erupted. Um, you know, and in, where I was at, you had obviously Americans, you had the British, you had the Russians, you had people from Turkey all over the country.
2: That just sorry, gave me all that over just the completely world. gave me chills.
1: Yeah, and you know, I believe it went in green uh, for The Phantom Menace. Um, it, the film goes green and then says a long time ago, a uh, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And for, what, the next two plus hours, we weren't people who were allied. We weren't people who had conflicts in the past. We were all Star Wars fans watching a movie. Um, and from that moment, you know, people had problems with the Phantom Menace. I loved it to this day that the, the prequel trilogy is one of my favorite parts of star Wars, not the the normal trilogy and not the sequel trilogy. It's the prequels. I've always loved it. Um, and so I watched those, uh, as they came out over the next few years. And I loved the story, the evolution of Anakin Skywalker into Darth Vader. And obviously a big part of that is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, so when we had a chance to kind of see the aftermath of what happened in Revenge of the Sith, I was excited. Mm-hmm. We saw how Anakin became Vader. Way more specifically in the Clone Wars animated series, the movies did a good job of showing that evolution as well. But the the animated series did a good job of showing what happened. Yeah. Then we get the uh, the the aftermath which is the Kenobi series. And I'll I'll stop there because that's obviously where that discussion begins. But what about you? How did your Star Wars fascination begin?
0: Well, you know, much like you, as a kid, everybody loves Star Wars. So I was more of a Princess Leia fan. I was quite girly as a child. Um, And I would wear my hair like in in the buns. Not that... Princess Leia, I shouldn't say girly, um, but I, I, gravitated towards the female characters when I was a kid. I loved, you know, uh, the, the heroines. So I would wear my hair in the little buns on my head and, and pretend I was Princess Leia. Um, but it wasn't really until the prequels that I became a true Star Wars fan, um, Phantom Menace was great, but it wasn't until the second one. uh, The Clone Wars. The Clone Wars. It wasn't until that that I was like, I love this. This is just awesome. And I really got into it. I mean, I was in my 20s, and it was just kind of like Star Wars was reborn for me. Yep. And I could not wait until the third one came out. And, you know, talking about the prequels... It was kind of a bummer that everybody hated them back then. Yeah. You know, because I love them and that's something that Andy and I have actually bonded over when we got together. We both love the prequels and back then nobody did.
1: We liked it before it was cool. We loved <laughs> the prequels
0: before prequels were cool. Yeah. yeah. So now it's nice to see that it's kind of, the prequels have kind of like, you know, oh they were good. I mean, were they perfect? Absolutely not. I mean
1: no, they weren't. None
0: of it is, but it's like anytime Star Wars puts something anytime something is out that Star Wars, we, I to me, I just I'm grateful. I'm grateful it's still going.
1: Yeah. And I think for me the 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 first trailer for that movie did it. I was in because I'm I'm going to butcher this so I apologize. You know, that the tagline is every story has a beginning. Um every legend has a start. And obviously they're referring to uh, Vader in this part, but that just right there, I was like, I'm in. Oh
0: um, yeah! And when you bring up Vader as a child, I was so scared of him, <laughs> but I loved him. Yes. It was like he's on the screen; I'm looking at nothing else. I'm. It was like a, a fascination. Um, and I love, love, love a good redemption story. And yes, I yeah. wanted to see, like, in the prequels, I wanted to see what did that. Like, what made him turn into Darth Vader? So,
1: And I think, again, what's great is we did see that. But then we got to see really, you know, we, we saw Vader in Rogue One um, before, you know, we saw him in Kenobi. So we got to see... Three, that was so cool, bo- too. Can yes. I just say,
0: that one scene, I was like, this is the best scene I've the, ever seen. The hallway scene. It was just was, so yeah. good.
1: So, But we, we actually got a chance to see what happened to Vader 10 years after the Clone Wars, and who he was and what he was. And that's what I think is such a fascinating thing about Kenobi. Uh, so why don't we go ahead and start with Kenobi? Okay. Okay, so let's let me set things up for you, from what we know, based off the Clone Wars. Vader obviously is now, I'm sorry, Anakin is now Darth Vader. Uh, he has gone fully to the dark side. The major players from the prequel trilogy are almost all gone. We know that uh, from Empire Strikes Back, Yoda is on Dagobah. We know that Obi-Wan went to Tatooine. We know Bail Organa is back on Alderaan. He has Leia. Uh, Owen Lars and Baru have Luke. I think some of the other major players uh, that have not really made an appearance in this media, but we've seen them in other things. Darth Maul is still out there, very much margin in charge. He's in charge, I believe, of the Crimson Suns. That's the one he's in charge of. Uh, So he's an underworld figure right now. He still wants Obi-Wan. He still wants revenge for what Obi-Wan did to him. Um, And I don't know, and I don't think we all know yet, if... Darth Maul knows Obi-Wan's alive. My assumption is no. But based off of what happens in the series, Obi-Wan, he has to know now. Um, There was an all-out planetary alert for people to be on the lookout for Obi-Wan Kenobi.
0: Maybe that's
1: how he found out. That's, you know, so my hope is that's, you know, going to be addressed if there is another series. Uh, So that's kind of it. So Luke, Leia, we know where they're at. Padme, she's dead, obviously. Yoda, gone. Qui-Gon Jinn, gone for a long time. Um, and when we last saw Obi-Wan, he was in relatively good spirits. Um, he was, I wouldn't say excited. He was going into exile, but he was going to be watching after the baby Luke. And Yoda had told him or was teaching him the technique to talk to the Force Coast. That's not the Obi-Wan we see at the beginning of the series. Oh, no.
0: Like, it was pretty obvious at the beginning. This is a very depressed man he has lost all hope he's hanging on by a thread basically he's going through the motions of his everyday life he's looking after Luke which he feels is his duty that's the one thing he has left I don't know if he would have I don't know what would have happened to him if he hadn't had that job of yeah. looking after Luke
1: yeah and the thing is he's putting everything on Luke Luke is you know he's going to develop force and luke will be it
0: but he doesn't you know it seems like to me he has lost all hope um he
1: has ptsd
0: he absolutely that I, I
1: super applaud them for giving obi-wan ptsd
0: uh but one of the things that they pointed out in the first episode uh somebody said you know or i think it was uh oh my goodness, I can't remember his name, the guy in charge of the Inquisitors.
1: Oh, the Grand Inquisitor?
0: I think it was him that said, you know, it's easy to catch Jedis because they're going around, they can't help themselves. They have to, if they see an injustice, they have to get in there and they have to help. And that's why Obi-Wan has not been caught. He doesn't, I don't think it's that he doesn't care anymore, but he's just lost all confidence in himself. He's broke. He's broken. He's broken. And the other Jedis are like, yeah, we're out there still helping. And, you know, they're getting caught,
1: of course. Yeah, well, he he always thought he was the one training the Chosen One. He truly believed that. Yeah. In fact, that was his whole comment um, at the end of the Red for the Sith was, you, you were the Chosen One. Why did you do this? Uh, and he was truly shocked. He was devastated that not only was uh, Anakin not who he thought he was, but he was going to the dark side and he was going to kill all the Jedi. That's not what he thought. And I think that truly broke him at that point. Um, And Anakin, you know, we we saw this this descent from various other things, but I think they did a good job of having Padme and uh, Obi-Wan give the audience the right impression that no one knew this no, even the people closest to him did not realize this is where he was going
0: yeah yeah absolutely
1: so he's broken he's disheveled he his hair's greasy the uh the jawa even makes a comment how smelly he is
0: yeah he's not taking care of himself at all um And yeah, so when we last saw him, he was in pretty good spirits. He's had all these years to think about his failure, about what he thinks is his failure. He thinks that he's let his friends down. He's let the Chosen One down. Anakin was supposed to be the Chosen One, and now he thinks he's dead.
1: And we were kind of talking about this earlier. The worst thing ever when you're depressed is to have nothing but time on your hands and nothing to do with it. Exactly. That's all you do is you agonize, you torment yourself. Um, he obviously cut himself off from the force during this time, yes. which probably saved his life. Yes. Uh, they weren't able to use the force. To, you know, that's why. Well, why did they get him earlier? He cut himself off. Not quite, I think, the same degree that Luke did um, in the sequel trilogy. But I think he, for the most part, just let it all go. And just fell into this massive depression.
0: He cut himself off the force. He's not helping people. He's just, he's doing his same routine every single day.
1: And then along comes a message from Bail Organa that Leia, Luke's twin sister, has been kidnapped. Or she's disappeared, most likely kidnapped. And he needs Obi-Wan to get her because Obi-Wan's the only one who truly appreciates uh, the, the magnitude of what's going on here. But
0: Can I just say, yeah. since you just mentioned Leia, how excited I was to see that they were going in that direction? Oh, yeah. Um. And Andy's like, oh, yeah, I already knew that. Because Andy is the one that reads about everything.
1: I try not to get into spoiler territory, but I heard the brief synopsis, and that was part of it. And yeah. I
0: am the one that I know nothing. When I sit down <laughs> and watch something, it is just like I, I don't know anything. I had sort of a... A thought process of what I thought was going to be Kenobi and it turned out to be completely different I didn't realize he'd be leaving Tatooine and all that so yes I was super excited that that they were going in this direction
1: yeah and and, and Leia was a huge part of this I think she helped sell the series I, I, I didn't need to be sold on it but she helped really drive it home
0: yeah and, and I did read some negativity uh, later um about about using Leia or, or something about it being unrealistic. We have two daughters.
1: We've got a sassy ten year old.
0: They are I tell you what
1: <laughs> Leia was not overly complicated for a ten year old.
0: I mean, was she absolutely smart? Yes. She was smart. She was uh brave, but look who her parents are. Yeah. So
1: especially I, I
0: bought it. I bought it. This was Leia.
1: Yeah. I didn't have a problem with that either. Um, and we'll definitely... Let's uh, definitely talk, give her a little bit more focus in a second. But, you know, the, the one thing I want to at least talk about before we get to that... Obi-Wan was, you know... Bale said, you know, you know how important she is. I don't think Obi-Wan believed that. You know, re-watching the episode, re-watching his response... I don't think he gave to flying and you-know-whats about Leia at first. She... Was the twin, but Luke was the hope. That's you know, that's the impression I got from him. And I thought that was rather interesting. You know, she was going to be a burden to him. She wasn't the future, she wasn't the hope. Luke was the hope. And he was so focused for whatever reason to ensure that Luke was protected and he was there to protect him. Not Owen, not Baru. Obi-Wan. Uh, and the moment he started to show the Force, that was gonna be, I guess, the the, the beacon to start the redemption.
0: On training, uh, training Luke, yeah.
1: Yeah, so, he didn't want to get Leia.
0: And it was pretty obvious, you know, when he goes to rescue her. He's just like, this is ridiculous, I don't want to do this. Um, you know, this little girl has ruined my my, uh, Brooding,
1: my to yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and and he
0: also thought maybe I. I am assuming he probably thought maybe I can't do this. Maybe I'm not the man I used to be. Well, I'm, he actually said that. He said it a number of times. Yeah,
1: I'm not the man you used to so be. he was
0: probably like lacking in some confidence. Well, obviously lacking in a lot of confidence.
1: Lacking in confidence, did not have his force again, and I think kind of going back to what you and were saying earlier, he didn't have the care anymore. No, he He, just didn't care. He just didn't care about Leia. His focus was Luke. Um, He's
0: like, this is my mission. My mission's Luke. Everything else can just suck it.
1: I'm not a hero. Yeah. I am not a hero. I am a guardian for Luke. Uh, So, you know, that brings those two together. Obviously, you know, fairly early on, I'm glad they didn't really try to make it last longer than it did. He gets Leia. And, and um,
0: she is just a handful. She is. And a, it cracked me up. I loved it. I loved this. This actress that played Leia just nailed it, I thought.
1: So, yeah, let's talk a little bit about Leia. Um, you know, she, obviously a kid. She's 10 years old, according to the storyline. Um, she already knows kind of partly her place in the universe. Yeah, as far as she, you know, as far as any 10-year-old can know it. She yeah. knows she was adopted.
0: And, and we know some of this because of her awful cousin. Yes. Who says, yeah, you know, we all know about you. Your parents hide you away here. They don't take you anywhere. Um, it, so that tells us that her parents are very protective. They know that she's special.
1: They know. Yeah. They love uh, her very much. You can tell and that. And they
0: love her very much. She's their daughter.
2: So. Yes.
1: And that's a, one thing I want to make sure clear, too. Um, you know, the Owen made this comment at the end of the series Bale made it early on in the series. These are their kids. Absolutely. These are not adopted children. These are their children. Yes. Um. And it shows.
0: Yeah. And I can relate to that. I'm adopted. Yeah. And my parents never thought of me as not being theirs. I was theirs.
1: Exactly. 100%. So it's important because mm-hmm. that is a another layer of protection that these children feel. Um, they never felt like they were the outsiders or they were burdened. Kind of la Harry Potter. Um, these were kids. Oh
0: yeah, you saw it with uh, Owen and Brew. They're, you know, we're we're getting ahead of ourselves, but they were willing to die for Luke. So.
1: And Brew, oh my god. Oh wow, I what can't a, wait. We're, yeah, what I'm, I'm excited about Brew. In a second, seriously,
2: so. total
1: yes. badass. Yes, uh, Yes, Brew was. Uh, we learned more about Brew in one sense than we did about Owen, and he had ten times the amount of screen time that she did. So
2: yeah. But anyway,
1: so the uh yeah, we have young Leia. She's smart, she's sassy. We're definitely seeing some of the uh the traits that Carrie Fisher did so well.
0: And she's she's a leader.
1: She's a that well, sort of. She's a leader, but it she doesn't want to be at this point.
0: Well, she wants to have fun and and go exploring. She doesn't understand being a, a princess is boring. Being a senator someday is gonna be boring. I, she sounds like to me. She wants to go out and have some adventures.
1: She just wants to have fun. She's looking at those ships, kind of like Luke did.
0: But as it goes on, she starts uh, having some, saying some some things that she's got some definite leadership skills.
1: Very much so, um, and their dynamic at first is very strained. She is kind of a unwanted ward for him. His main goal is to get her back to Alderaan so he can get back to tattooing. That's all. That's it. Yeah, um,
0: and she's like, this is my rescuer. Yeah. This beat up old man. <laughs> like, what are you? Where's the army that my parents should have sent?
1: And you're lying so I don't trust you. Uh, which, I, you know, again, if people don't think kids can't see that, they're kidding themselves. Kids yeah. can totally see when someone's yeah. lying to them. And or, she
0: can tell he doesn't want to be there.
1: Exactly. And then he makes the comment, uh, he definitely doesn't know how to act around kids, uh, you know, she said Lola is damaged and she, uh, you know, can't talk. And he said, good. And, you know, that really came off as harsh. And he didn't mean good that she's broken. He meant good can't make noise so people can't hear them. But to a child, he just said, good, she's broken.
0: And, and I think, you know, he realized at that point he's being a bit
1: harsh, too. Exactly. So. And that's when he started to kind of, no, I don't think that was the start yet. The start was when they went to that planet, the mining planet, and they were in the back of the basically the intergalactic pickup truck um, (laughs) with the mole driving them around. And they started to sink off of each other's story, which Leia did a great job of keeping up the cover story. He's the one that messed it up.
2: Yeah.
1: um, Which just shows you that she is very clever already for her age. She picks up. She doesn't need to be guided. Um, but they start to slowly connect at that point. They do. Um, and he starts to slowly see she is special beyond the fact that she's the daughter of Padme and Anakin. She is special Mm -hmm. in a way that Luke isn't, or probably couldn't be, um, you know, and I think he starts to get it that maybe this was the force leading him in a direction. Um, but still at this point, he is very, very weak in the force. Uh, he tries to grab uh, using telekinesis and uh, – or I, tried to, I think it was a communicator or something. He had uh, a little crate. Couldn't do it. Or had a hard time doing it, I should say. And this is supposed to be a guy whose force powers rivaled Master Yoda's.
0: Yeah, he's just like – and us as the audience watching, we're just like, oh, this is sad. It's I painful. just felt – it was painful watching it, yeah. yeah.
1: So, um, you know, we won't go uh, episode to episode, but along the way, they do start to really develop, and we start to see why. You, you made the first comment on this one um, after we watched, I think that's episode two or three. You start to understand why Leia named her first child Ben.
0: Yeah, because I think, you know, watching the sequels, you're like, okay, what relationship did she have with Obi-Wan? Like, as far as we knew, she didn't. Right. So it was like, you know, did she just say, oh, well, he's the one that brought us all together. So we're going to name him. We're going to name our son Ben. It didn't make a whole lot of sense.
1: Now it makes It makes sense.
0: total perfect sense now. So I'm, I'm really glad.
1: Um, so th- this kind of gets us to that first arc of uh, Obi-Wan. But I think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about probably the other major character here, which would be Reva, Mm -hmm. uh, which uh, she is third sister. Um, Very interesting character.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, we're introduced to her, and she's just ruthless. Ruthless. Completely ruthless. And Andy, I didn't even realize. Oh, yeah, she's she's the youngling. Yeah. She's the youngling that Anakin came in and you know, it's slaughtered all of them.
1: We didn't realize at first she really was stabbed at that point. She just survived. Yeah, we
0: thought maybe she hid or we didn't know. Uh, but yeah, that of course, you're like, oh, okay.
1: And she had this weird obsession with finding Obi-Wan. Uh, and I thought that was very strange. You know, I, I didn't know if she was just like an overly zealous Inquisitor or if there was something more personal there.
0: I thought maybe it was because she thought he should have saved them.
1: That very well could, yes. that. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, why didn't he save them?
0: But as the show went on, I'm thinking, well, maybe it was to get closer to Darth Vader.
1: Which it was, really. So,
0: or it could have been a little of both.
1: But it, then her methods, I mean, the, I, honestly, the one thing I had of trouble with with this entire series was when she was interrogating Leia. I was like, what kind of information do you really think you're going to get out of a 10-year-old? Especially putting them in a torture device. Mm-hmm. I thought that kind of went to an area that just—that was my only real issue with the entire storyline. It's like
0: I, it didn't actually surprise me. This woman was ready to do anything. Exactly. She had been living this life for all this time, with her one goal was to destroy. I'm assuming Darth Vader. Yes. And she didn't care what she had to do. To get to that point.
1: She killed the Grand Inquisitor. Um, or we thought she did. She obviously
0: didn't. She had no mercy. She had
1: no I mean, mercy. She, no she cut off a woman's head. It was awful.
2: Yeah, Just to prove a point. Yeah.
1: Um, now, the one thing I find interesting about Riva, And I don't mind skipping to the end with this one. I don't. She was what I would call ruthless. Like you said. She was definitely evil. And she was tiptoeing on evil. But what she wasn't was a dark sider. She was not following the ways of the Sith. She did not follow the same path Anakin did. And they showed this pretty close to the end. Um, do you remember in the sequel trilogy what happened when Rey uh, stabbed uh, Kylo Ren in the side uh, with a lightsaber? And he was wounded on his side. Yes. Do you remember what he kept on doing?
0: Oh, he would hit it, and it made him more powerful, right? Right,
1: because of the rage, the pain, the anger. yes. She was feeling all that. She didn't get any more powerful. She got weaker.
0: Yeah.
1: That right there says to me she was not following the dark side. Well,
0: and who would have taught her the dark side?
1: It doesn't matter. You you don't have to necessarily be taught the dark side. If you start allowing your emotions and the way you do things to dictate how you use the Force, that's the dark side of the Force. So – If she had gone into using, you know, the way she could have done her telekinesis would have been way more powerful, which it was weak. Um, Her uh, fighting ability would have been more brutal. Now, granted, she was never taught the real lightsaber techniques like the others, but she would have been more powerful because she was feeding off of the rage and the anger. You don't have to be taught the dark side. Uh, We've had plenty of examples in, the stories, especially stuff that's still canon, mm-hmm. of people becoming dark uh, but never trained as a dark sider. She never went dark. She was evil, but she was a redeemable evil because she never fully... Her whole goal was to kill Vader because of what he did to her and the younglings. Almost more so to the younglings. He killed them all. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wanted revenge. That's it. That was her whole goal, I think, Why she wanted to become Grand Inquisitor. She just wanted to get close enough. And I think Obi Wan figured that out in episode five um, and sort of manipulated her uh, as a guided missile, you know, at Vader. And we saw how that, you know, worked out. But in the end, you know, she was stabbed, she was hurt. Her power was significantly diminished. So when she did take on Owen and Baruch, they, they, were able they to survive. actually
0: stood a chance. Yeah. yeah.
1: If she was her full beginning of the series self, she wouldn't have been able to do that. Or they would not have been able so to do that. So
0: when she was about ready to kill Luke, which, okay, this is another thing that we've talked about, and I'm not sure if we actually came to a conclusion about it. She knew that Luke and Leia, I'm assuming, were...
1: Anakin's kid Anakin's kids. And I didn't realize that at first. You you pointed that out to me.
0: I mean, she had to. Uh, she knew uh, I, I think you're right. How would that have been her justice?
1: If exactly. she said that
0: she wants to kill him because it's justice, how would it have been justice if she hadn't known?
1: How did she find the, the records? She she made the comment, I found this information in the records. Who wrote this down? I don't
0: remember her saying that. Yeah, that was
1: in the second episode uh, when she was talking to the Grand Inquisitor before she stabbed him. She's like,
0: Oh, about how, uh, Obi-Wan and why Obi-Wan
1: he was, yeah, a perfect pat or a perfect, uh, you know, bait or Leo's perfect bait for him. Uh, yeah, that's like, so well, ooh.
0: there's going to be records so that they can find these Jedi. I imagine.
1: But how does she put two and two together? Cause no one really knew Anakin was, uh, Vader. In fact, it's been in a number of Canon books right now, like Thrawn when he was first introduced, he deduced that Vader was Anakin but no one told him and that wasn't common out. That's a very knowledge. good
0: question and I, I don't know. So, uh, yeah, if we get any, um, anyone's listening to us and they have any ideas on that.
1: Yeah, but definitely. So, we
0: will put our email in the, uh, in the description.
1: Absolutely. Um, so Riva in the end, like I said, I don't mind skipping with her because she was an important part of the story, but she wasn't the most interesting to us or to me. I, yeah. I don't think to you either, no. but um, in the end, she did have a redemption arc uh, of her of her sorts. She didn't kill Luke and she's still out there. Um, don't know what's good. She's not in uh, any canon that I'm aware of right now. Uh, so it'll be very interesting to see if and when she pops up again. Could be interesting if she pops up in the Mandalorian or the Book of Boba Fett or something like that.
0: Yeah, we'll just have to wait and see.
1: But uh, all right, so Reva, obviously, a big one. Um, the one I'm all giddy about to talk about is Vader. But is there anyone else we should talk about?
0: Well, I, I do. We should mention uh, Tala. Is that how you Tala, say her name? Yes. She was absolutely a very. I mean, just somebody. I'm assuming a normal person just yep. trying to help.
1: She uh, was. She was in the Empire. She was in the pure. Or she was in the army of the military. She was disenfranchised. She was, uh, she saw the the things that were happening, and especially the hunting of the kids. And she's just like, no more. Yeah. So she joined the pack.
0: Uh, I, it really hit me when Leia said to her, uh, "Don't you get scared?" And she's like, "Yes, but you know, this is this is what we do." And it, I just try to make things better. And I think that Leia really looks to her as.
1: Uh, a role model. She, I think, was the first female role model they had, besides her mother. Besides, you're right. Besides her mother, um, I would be willing to guess, and I, I didn't look at things close enough. The way she wore the holster at the end of the series, I bet, is the same way Tala wore it when she was helping Obi Wan. Yeah, I she made the comment cool. about the quick I job. liked that. Yeah.
0: Uh, so Tala was a very cool character. Really enjoyed her. Um, Paja. Paja,
1: oh my! Like,
2: I
0: love this. I just he's love a great this. actor for oh sure. My of gosh, all. the actor is just everything he's in, which he's kind of sort of the same person in everything he's yeah. in.
1: is. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> but it works. It works well. Oh. <laughs> uh, and you know, I didn't, you know, know what to really think of him when you found out he was kind of a scam artist, though he did have a heart. He he wasn't ruthless about it. The mother and child. To yeah. get off planet. we see this and at I the end of the And I
0: think that's an important distinction. He wasn't sending them to their death. He he knew they were going to get to safety. He just wanted a little bit of their money first. I mean, come on. Yes. We all got to make some money.
1: And that's kind of, I think that was kind of his philosophy. He's like, <laughs> I need to survive, man. Yeah. I'm going to make a few bucks off these <laughs> I keys. do what I got to do. But he, he really saw what was going on. And I would not be shocked if, we could, if they do something else in the same time period. If we get more of a backstory for him, because he, I think, would be a very interesting character to learn more about um, why he's doing what he's doing, why he chose the Jedi persona. He talked to Leia on the ship at the end and got through to her. Yeah. How did he do that?
0: I would love to see more of him. Yeah. Uh, the other person, and I don't remember his name, but he was uh, the one who had a wife who was... All- yeah. broken. Yeah. maybe see more of him we might
1: i have a feeling we're going to see him again again if they do another series in this time period i think you're going to see him as one of the true leaders of the early rebellion yeah um so and then uh one other comment well since this is all related to the path what i thought was kind of neat and my hope it's true there was a kind of a wink and a nod a nod to uh another character not in canon right now Uh, Some of you are probably very familiar with Galen Starkiller, Uh, Starkiller being the original name for Luke Skywalker before Lucas changed it, but Galen was the main character, main protagonist of the Force Unleashed series. Um, If you look at episode five in the creative uh, lightsabers, you see his lightsabers in there. Um, The way Darth Vader brings down the shuttle later on, which we're about to get to in a little bit, it's exactly how Galen brought down a Star Destroyer in the game. When Lucas, I'm sorry, when Marvel, oh, God bless, when Disney does stuff like that in other series, like the book of Boba Fett in the Mandalorian, that usually means they are bringing this character in. They did it before with other characters, and I, it's totally, uh, I, I can't think of who they did it with earlier, but they've done it a couple times. They hinted at a character, and this character ends up showing up in another series, mm-hmm. so I thought that was cool. That's my hope. I'd love to see Galen Starkiller in this series. Um, That
0: is really cool. All right. So let's get to Darth Vader. Yep.
1: So there is only one person who was the chosen one who broke somebody's heart and went to a place they couldn't follow. And that of course is Anakin Skywalker. And as we were talking about earlier, Anakin is a very interesting character because we get to see the full uh, growth and you know, fall and redemption of this character through six movies. We didn't know what really happened to him to a degree after uh, Revenge of the Sith. We know he was ruthless. We know people were terrified of him. Um, we know that from Rogue One, he was a badass uh, who could take on whole squads, platoons on his own. But we didn't really – let me rephrase that. You've always been told he is the scariest thing in the universe.
0: But this time we see it.
1: Now we get to see why people believe that, and, you know, for our own eyes.
0: Yeah. when I think when he was walking through –
1: the mining village. The
0: mining village. I mean, you could just, I was feeling kind of like sick a little bit. It was like, what were, if you were one of those people? Hell yeah. Know? I mean, you you just peed your pants.
1: I mean, like he, he grabbed this woman's husband out of a window. I have to believe he killed him in the process because he, when he got thrown down, he wasn't moving. The wife went to him. The kid's uh, guy's son comes out, breaks the kid's neck.
0: Which I did not see the first time. We've watched this twice now. I didn't notice that the first time. I was watching that. I was like, oh my God, he just broke his neck.
1: And then he starts dragging this other woman after him. What he's doing is he's trying to entice Obi-Wan to come yeah. out.
0: He's like, yeah, come get me.
1: And I will keep on doing this until you come. I, I have to believe, you know, she wasn't moving either when he dropped her. He didn't care. And this is a side of Vader. Again, we've always heard about, we've never got a scene. And I think that in itself. I mean,
0: in the originals, we we saw it a bit.
1: We saw it a bit, but this But not to
0: this, to like uh, normal villagers who, you know, it made it a lot more real. They weren't on one side or the other. They're just trying to survive.
1: You know, I'd always heard, uh, growing up, we watched uh, or I, I, I knew of the Friday the 13th series and obviously Jason Voorhees has a hockey mask on and what he uh one of the best actors who ever played him the reason everyone considered him the best was he showed so much emotion without really using his face without saying anything that's hard for an actor to do yeah and when Hayden Christensen came out with Painter you had no doubt that this guy was pure menace. Yeah. It wasn't like he was always throwing the force around or, you know, tracking people behind him, everything he did. You're like, I just don't want to be in his path.
0: Yeah. Everything, his, his walk and his motions were so precise. You know, it was just, it was, it was good.
1: He was a scary, scary guy. Um, so that. Oh, a- and then
0: you're just feeling for, for Ben, for Kenobi right now. You're like, he's over there. He's like, oh my God. You know, he, he just he, found
1: out he was he alive. Just, yeah,
0: he just found out. And now he knows, he knows that Darth Vader knows that he's there. Yeah. So he's like, what do I do? I can't run. Cause I know when our daughter was watching it with this, she's like, come on, go, go. And it's like, no, he knows he's there now. He's not getting away.
1: Yeah. He could be sensitive in the force. And again, this, uh, there's a couple of things that again, if you've read through the the books and just have a little bit more, uh, I don't want to say inside knowledge because that sounds t- too dorky, but if you have the know what's going on, it makes this seem a little bit more impactful. And that's when you know Vader and Obi Wan have their first confrontation, and Obi or uh, Obi Wan gets thrown pretty quick in this com- in this fight. If you've ever asked yourself why don't they do this more often? It's because, and it's been explained a number of ways before, if you have the Force and you've been trained in the Force, you can kind of create this barrier of Force around you. And if you've got this, if you're powerful enough in it, you can't be Force-choked. It's very difficult to move you. Um, you can't have the Force used on you directly. Um, but Obi-Wan is weak. He can barely use the Force. He's barely called upon him. Vader breaks through this barrier like it's not even there, throws him across the room, basically toys with him. You know, at this point, you're pretty sure Vader could kill him if you oh, wanted he
0: to. he totally could have killed him. He, he is toying with him. He's like, I'm going to make this guy suffer, and he's going to die like I did.
1: So, again, there's two things that you, know, you can get out of this. A, Vader is very ticked, and he's going to make him suffer. But B, the Force is so powerful in Vader and so weak in Kenobi that there's no chance uh, that Kenobi can survive this um and again kenobi was supposed to be one of the most powerful force users around and the fact that vader just broke through him like this and we're going to see this is important because of how it, it the show ends um and we'll get to that in a second or a little bit but um so yeah that fight basically i i have to say there's a little bit of genius there when uh vader threw whatever those coals or whatever on the ground and ignited them and it's like how do you like being burned
0: yeah all, all of a sudden we realized this is how Anakin Skywalker supposedly died and uh, figuratively did die I guess
1: yes he did uh, yeah. According so to um,
0: you know this is the way he's like this is the way you're gonna you're gonna die now so, I'm gonna
1: torch you and then you're going to die yeah and luckily Tala and the Which robot Leia
0: had sent her back yep. um, so luckily she was there and he was able
1: to get away and this kind of ends the. the well, this is, I think, the beginning of the second arc of the, the, the series, Act Two, if you will, um, where obviously they escape. Leia is captured again, um, this time taken to the fortress Inquisitoris, uh, where the Inquisitors live, which I didn't know at the time, but they commented this is in the same system as Mustafar. Uh, so there's an extreme water planet and there's an extreme fire planet, which is always fun. Um, but she's imprisoned and Obi-Wan and Tala have to get together. Um, and this is where we start to see Obi-Wan get his power back, start to kind of make sense of everything that's going on, realize how much Leia does mean to him.
0: And And also, do you think, this is something that occurred to me, you know, he thought Anakin was dead-dead. Yes. You know? Um, and he felt very guilty about that. Well, now he knows Anakin's alive. One thing we know is that Padme said to him, there's still good left in him. Yeah. So don't you think there might have been a little bit of him saying, maybe this is going to end terribly for both of us. Maybe we're going to die, but possibly I can bring
1: him back. Maybe I can bring him back. I absolutely think that was something of they said. Because you're right. I, I, I wasn't even thinking about that. Um, she did make that comment. There's still good in him. Mm-hmm. Um, he... Well, well, I, I want to talk about that in a second um, when we talk about the big fight at the end. Okay. Um, I think that's a very important part of that fight. Uh, so we run into these other uh, Jedi that are either dead in states. We don't know what this is. Um,
0: it's something that we're thinking this is going to come back later, probably. <laughs> well, and again,
1: if you take a look at who's in there, first of all, uh, one of the Jedi, and I don't remember their name, so I apologize was from the Clone Wars. Uh, he was the older Jedi who taught Ahsoka patience and just, he, he was always walking with his cane not to rush into things and the Force will lead you the right way. So he obviously was captured and potentially killed. There's an old Jedi, a Jedi from like the Old Republic era. He's the one that's all geared up, looking like he's wearing some kind of armor. That's an Old Republic Jedi. There's a young, one obviously, in there. Uh, There's a couple more very important people from Star Wars lore, potentially Windu, if the rumors are to be believed is in there, which could be how they say this is how he comes back in the book of Boba Fett 2. I mean,
0: it kind of reminds you of what happened to Han's a little bit. Exactly. It's like carbonite
1: freezing, but something like amber or something like
2: that. Yeah.
1: Um, But I think that right there was the last straw for Obi-Wan. Because he realized his inaction was causing this kind of thing to still happen. Yeah. Um, this was in the face. Oh, and we also potentially saw Rookin's wife.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's yeah. who, one of the two women that they got close up of. They were probably one of his. One of them was the wife. Um. So he is starting to believe. Uh, he he's kind of getting his neo from Matrix. On you,
0: you can tell also he's. He's looking better.
1: He's looking he's better.
0: Physically, he's looking better. His hair does not look greasy anymore. His clothes. I don't know when he had time to take a shower, but at some point. He swam
1: through the ocean, remember? <laughs> That's
0: right. So, But he somehow he got magically dry. He had him. a bar of soap, and yeah, he's right. like, eh. yeah. He used the force, and the wind just kind of went
1: whoosh. Exactly. Went but even his clothes looked a little bit more heroic at this yeah, point, too. As
0: he's getting mentally better uh, and he did go through getting the fire and stuff, so he actually is healing from that. But yeah. overall, he looks better.
1: He looks way better. Um, so they get Leia, and they escape to Jabeem, I believe is what it was called. And this is really, I think, the last 20 minutes of that and then to the last episode 6, for me, were the, some of the most exciting stuff. Oh, yeah. Um. Obi Wan, you know, and I, I was kind of showing this to Nikki. Is like, so Obi Wan manipulated Reba, and which she's like,
0: I did not catch that really at first.
1: She's ben. like, wait a minute, I, you know, did he not try to convince her to join it? No, he was telling her kill Vader because I can't do it myself. Um,
0: now, to be fair, she should have tried to kill him while he was trying to bring the ship down, which
1: and first not of all. After. <laughs> How awesome was that? I there were a few oh moments God. when I get up and like
0: yes, yeah, Andy that was, was Andy was freaking out during that part.
1: The last time I had that giddy feeling was in the Mandalorian when all the Mandalorians, you know, came to uh, the, the the rescue of the main character in like episode three or four, and they were coming from the sky and they were taking out all the pirates and all that. That was awesome. This was the same caliber of awesome. For seeing Vader bring down the... He just has one hand up. He's like, uh-uh. And he brings it down, and then he rips it apart using the sheer anger in the Force. Um, and then you kind of... You know, like your point, he was distracted then. Yeah, that's that, when she should have done. It. So instead, uh-huh. she waits till he's like... <sighs> 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 taking a breather for a second, and she's like, uh-huh, surprise attack. And like he's like, no.
0: I thought that... You know those two fighting, um, which it just showed the, because you've seen, you know, she's pretty badass. She's pretty good, and going up against Vader though, she's like a bug that he's
1: just yeah not anywhere on the same level. And yeah, that's exactly it. He disrespects her by not even taking out his lightsaber. He's finding her. In a lightsaber battle with his hand. It's just so And good. he is, you know, just... That was really one of my favorite parts.
0: That was a I cool part. That is amazing. And then he's like, all right, here. Yeah, let's duel.
1: <laughs> but again, that shows you how powerful he is in the Force. He can fight without a lightsaber in a lightsaber battle. He threw her around like she was nothing. And again, she had a fairly powerful for- presence in the Force... He broke through that without he any. He did,
0: and but we did talk about she obviously wasn't trained.
1: She was not trained. She didn't have the light side. But
0: still, it was just like, holy crap.
1: So, that obviously she gets stabbed and somehow survives the gut wound. Uh, we won't worry about that one. But that ultimately leaves well, us. Well, it's
0: kind of like the one guy said you can, uh, you have a will to live. Revenge gives you a will to yeah, live, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's kind of when he said that, it's like, oh, that's how she survived. She wanted revenge again.
1: Did that not kind of give you an Austin Powers vibe at that point when Scott's like, yeah, we'll take a gun, we'll shoot him together? It's like, no, (laughs) Scott. And he's like, "What? You're just going to walk away and assume he's going to die?" He's like, "Yes, I'm just going to walk away and assume my life." He's like, "I got away.
0: a gun right here. We could just shoot her right here." And
1: so like, it's like, oh, "No, Scott.
0: Look, Scott. This is not the way we I mean, do this.
1: This is not the way we do this, Scott." <laughs> and that's kind of how I felt that scene went down. It's like, "She's not dead yet. Oh no, she's she's gone. We, we've beaten her." <laughs> but I've got a blaster. It's like, "No, Scott." And,
0: <laughs> that's so good.
1: So that's that 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 scene totally gave We're me. We're just vibe.
0: gonna ignore that part.
1: We're just gonna move on. <laughs> but uh, so then we get to the obviously the the big fight, and holy crap, that's what I have always wanted to see. Oh my god! Without knowing, I always was, wanted to it see. Was it
0: was so good. It was just so good, and I felt you know when. He would just, like, well, we all knew Kenobi, Obi-Wan, was not going to be stuck under those rocks. Right. We all knew that.
1: But and first of I all, didn't
0: know if, if, if Darth Vader was just going to walk away. He, and he, then,
1: he Scott Evil did. all right he yeah, Dr. Evil did. Yeah. So, no, and that's the second time he did that. He should have realized it. But let's talk about first. He used the Force to create a sinkhole. We've never seen it. Yes, we've seen them like break pillars and throw. Them
0: yes, them. I thought that was pretty He awesome.
1: freaking destroyed the ground in front of him, created a sinkhole, and then buried Obi Wan in it. How badass is this?
0: That was amazing. And then, so Obi Wan is down in the hole feeling pretty bad. He's not feeling great He's right not feeling now. He's feeling good. And he starts remembering all these scenes. Are, are, are playing in his in his mind, and the ones that really got me were Leia and he's like, and then Luke too, yeah, both of them, and he's like, I have to do this, I have to do this for them. But not only are they the future, but these are Anakin's kids, and he thinks Anakin's gone. Not yet. Well, not yet.
1: That's about to happen, but he he thinks that Anakin is still there, and and he he still needs to apologize for what happened. Um, to Anakin, but yes, the, the the thought of Luke and Leia basically kind of unlock this new level of power in the Force,
0: and and he's hopeful. You know, he's that's got, it. He's, he's got he's, hope. He's got hope after he has not for so long, one way or the other, whether Anakin comes back or not, he's got hope.
1: Exactly. So he, 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 there's probably literally a tons of rock on him at this point. He flings it away like it's nothing. And then he goes after Vader, sneaks up on him. Now, granted, Vader realizes that he's there before he hit. But I think he got way closer than he should have. Um, And that was him kind of hiding himself a little bit. And then he starts throwing some God level force powers at Vader. Um, And
0: And you're kind of like, damn.
1: I mean, let's (laughs) put this. He did the Jesus move. Yeah. He raised both arms up and then flung like thousands of rocks at Vader, he threw him in the Force. Mm -hmm. Again, for those who kind of realized how the Force works, that's incredible. You know, that's basically... Vader has a titanium shield of Force over him and Obi-Wan broke through it using his sheer will of the Force. That's never happened to Vader before. And then what I also thought was interesting is Obi-Wan... Went after the suit. He didn't go after Vader. He wrecked that suit. He was trying to disable Vader. I think that was his last uh, you know, thing of trying to save Vader. He wasn't trying to chop limbs or heads off. To save Anakin, yeah. I'm sorry, save Anakin. Yeah. He, was, he was disabling the suit so that Anakin couldn't fight anymore. Um, and obviously he breaks the helmet in half.
0: So now we can see Anakin. We can see one of his eyes. Yes. And at first... It's sad. It's it like is. you see the you see his eye, and and it's like
1: there's pain there. There's
0: pain there, and there's sadness there, and you feel like, oh my god, is he there?
1: You yeah. Know? And I think they did a great job. Of, and I, you know, I made you watch it again. I was like, watch the colors, because blue keeps on flashing over his face, which I think is showing that's Anakin, or that somewhat is reaching it's still Anakin. It's kind
0: of like representing Anakin. Exactly. That, thank you. And not only the colors, but the voice. The voice you is there. You can hear Anakin's voice and then it kind of morphs into Darth Vader's voice. And... And that's
1: when his face goes completely red.
0: And, and he looks... All of a sudden, he doesn't look sad anymore. He looks evil.
1: He looks evil. He looks angry. He
0: looks... Uh, there's something else. Kind of like a... What's the word I'm thinking of? It, it's it's like just malicious.
1: Yeah. No, I think that's a great word for it. And he wants to, you know. The funny thing is he can't do anything right now. The only thing he can do is really torment Obi-Wan. He can't fight anymore. I mean, maybe with the Force. But as you you know, Obi-Wan walks away. and. It's uh,
0: obviously Obi-Wan has the upper hand right now.
1: Yeah. And he does. He just walks. He's like, he he realizes, you know, Anakin says. You didn't kill Anakin. I'm sorry, Bader says, you didn't kill Anakin, I did. And I think that finally, it broke Obi-Wan's heart, but it gave him the ability to forgive himself at that same moment. Yeah. Uh, because he knew there was nothing I could have done at this point.
0: And he thinks Anakin's gone. He, um, and he
1: is, I think, for the time being.
0: For the time being, he is. But of course, we know he's not really. He's still there somewhere.
1: But there's no way Obi-Wan was ever going to reach him. No, it had to
0: be Luke. It
1: had to be Luke or Leia. Leia, But
0: But I think we talked
1: about that. We don't think Leia could have done it because Leia would have been just to just shoot him. (laughs)
0: Leia would have been like, F you. I don't want anything to do with you. And Luke's the compassionate one. Exactly. I think Leia would have been the
2: practical (laughs) one.
0: At some point, Leia would have been the practical one. And I think, yeah. And uh, another thing is, After so we get this we've got the fight scene we get Darth Vader is talking to the Emperor yeah says later why does the Emperor not want Vader to go after Obi Wan we can tell he's being Vader's being manipulated
1: yes again
0: yeah again he's like I'm gonna go after him nothing's gonna stop me he's obsessed with. Obi-Wan and the Emperor's like, You know, I don't think you're thinking too clearly right now, son. You know, you know what it made me think of-what
1: a married couple and Obi-Wan <laughs> was the ex. He's like, Yeah, we're married now. Why are you still thinking of your ex? I'm totally not thinking of my
2: ex. <laughs> it's only you. I, don't do I, too, I, I, I only promise. serve
1: you. <laughs> that's what it made me think of after we it watched
2: it. Yeah,
1: so, uh, but yeah, that's a great question. Why did the Emperor? want him fixated on...
0: So, it could have been just practical. He needs to be doing my bidding. He doesn't need to be going off on his own little weird tangent. I kind of thought it was more that he didn't want Anakin to be redeemed, obviously. And he's afraid, hey, if he keeps interacting...
1: Something might get through. Something
0: might get through to him. Andy was more of the opinion that, nah, it's just... uh, what, what did you say? It's just that, you know, there's no point. He wants him to just be his.
1: Yeah. And that's, maybe
0: it was a little of both. And maybe
1: it's a little bit all of it. Yeah. So. um. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's it. I think that's hopefully to explain why Vader has not been seeking him for the next eight years. In New Hope. Yeah. So
0: now we know why. And I, I do think, though, that the fact that the, the Emperor could have just said, no, you're not going after him. He could have just laid down the law. But he was being his manipulative self. Yep. So that's why I think it's more to do with he didn't want Anakin, any light to get in.
1: Exactly, yeah. Um, we, we skipped over them for a second. We, we need to go back. How badass was Baru?
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Again, we learned more about her in her few scenes and we really learned about Owen.
0: Owen's just like, well, we got to go get help. And she's like, no, nah, we can do this. We've been we've been training for this. She reaches into her little hiding Hidey spot, hole. gets her gun out. And you're just like, damn, woman.
1: She's like, you talks to the shotgun, so to say. Like, no. It's, However, it's
0: you know, she thinks of Luke as hers.
1: It's hers. It's yeah. hers.
0: He's her child. And as you know, from experience, Andy, what happened when you, it was bedtime, we were in bed, our daughter was still young enough to have, uh, what do you call those things?
1: The, the, uh, the little.
0: Where you can hear what's going on yeah, in the, the room. Yeah, uh, I, I can't. I can't think of the word either. Um, It was sometime during the night, we heard a man's voice.
2: Coming, coming from through, the microphone. From our coming cup.
0: through the daughter's, our, our daughter's room. I jumped up. Didn't say, Andy, did you hear that? Andy, go check it out. No, I jumped up and and ran ran and went straight into that room. I was going to take this man down with my bare hands.
1: But as it turns out, our neighbor's uh, unit... Got picked up by ours, Yeah. So we were hearing his uh, <laughs> little uh, baby monitor. It was a baby the baby
0: monitor. monitor, yes. I don't know. Why we I heard think of that. his
1: baby monitor
0: because they had a, a toddler as well. Yeah, and Andy and I just laugh about that. I mean, Andy's just like, "What? What's going on?" I mean, he hadn't even reacted, and I was halfway down the hall. Yeah. So when it comes to children. you know, the, the children, the mother and the children. I'm not saying fathers aren't like that too, but. I definitely felt a connection with her in that moment.
1: Well, there's a reason why it's called mama bear, not papa bear. <laughs> when it comes to it, so. But yeah, so that was very cool to see Baru uh, act like that.
0: I but, loved that. I loved how she was just completely like, no. Nah. And she was in charge. She was She's in like, charge. This yeah. is what we're doing. Follow me.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he's like, yes, dear.
1: Yes. yes dear. <laughs> so final thoughts on Obi-Wan. And, you know, do, do you think it deserves a sequel? You know, yes. I
0: mean, I don't know if it's gonna I've read since we've seen it that it's probably not going to get a season two. I don't know if it needs one. What I will I watch it if they do? Absolutely. Anytime they put out content, I don't gripe about it. I watch it. And I'm like, thank you for keeping. You know, putting this out there.
1: I think there needs to be a follow up on certain characters that, you know, we were introduced to and maybe not Obi-Wan. Well, it'd be nice to know what's went, going on with
0: them. They definitely left the door open to for do a lot that. of things. Yeah. So I, they were probably like, yeah, we're going to follow this up if it's popular. And but I loved it. What did you
1: think? I uh, know it was a fantastic series. Um There were really no down times in the whole series. It fit well from the beginning to end. It told a good story without changing anything that we already knew or you know, thought we knew. Um, and it was just one more layer of Vader that I wanted to know that didn't know. I, I didn't know I wanted to know, but I'm glad I do now. And it's neat to see Obi-Wan, you know, who has always been the level-headed guy Though in the Clone Wars movie and the Clone Wars animated series. He always had his stuff together. Um, he always knew what to do yeah he did calm
0: cool collected
1: and he he was broken and it, i don't want to see him broken i disappreciated by the fact that we got to see that he is only human that what happened to him deeply affected him but he was able to come back from
0: it uh, i think so absolutely and i love how in the end you know owen's kind of like yeah, okay, do you want to meet him? And
2: yeah, that, I
1: thought that was yeah, a sweet scene. That yeah.
0: was a very sweet scene. Uh, hello there. Hello there.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was very sweet because Owen finally kind of stopped being a prick for a second. It's like, okay, you're going, but before you go, would you like to meet him you know, to, and we to, can, for the first time?
0: We can forgive Owen because he just wants what's best for Luke. He sees Luke as a little boy mm-hmm. who just needs to, to grow up and be responsible and learn how to make money and, all that kind of stuff, and, and he doesn't like the way Obi-Wan's been kind of like, oh, he's going to get the Force, and I'm going to train him, and and Owen's just like, yeah, you need to stand back.
1: <laughs> you know? need to slow down, <laughs> son. You're yeah. not going to be training anyone here. Yes.
0: So the fact that Owen's like, well, Obi-Wan kind of realizes that, yeah, Luke does just need to be a boy, and the future will, he says it in the series, the future will work itself out. What will be, will be.
1: Exactly. So, yep. Yeah, great. I can't, I'm i hopeful. Really and,
0: good. Uh, I don't know what I think Uh, our next episode, we're going to possibly talk about the next Thor movie.
1: Yes. We'll hopefully get to see that pretty soon.
0: And then we've also got We're Watching Miss Marvel.
1: Yep. I can't wait for that one to end before we talk about it. You know, uh, I think um,
0: but we would love to hear from any of you who are listening to us. We've got our email. We are going to uh, set up a Twitter. Uh, We don't have one yet, but we will be doing that.
1: And if you want to see some of our battles, uh, Nikki and I have our, our own channel. Uh, Those are gladiators on YouTube where we do Marvel Crisis Protocol. But yeah. we will be picking up other games like Star Wars Legion. Um, that's I mean, as
0: time allows. But that's we're really wanting to. We've we've played Star Wars Legion before. We got kind of hooked on Marvel Crisis Protocol. But we're wanting to add in a few other games here and there of some other games.
1: So join us on those platforms. And, again, we'd love to hear from people. We'd love to have conversations. Uh, and I hope you enjoyed this conversation.
2: Yeah,
1: it, I as, did. As, yeah, I loved it. So, as always, it was a pleasure having this talk with you, Nikki. Uh, and until next time, I hope you all have enjoyed yourself. And uh, we look forward to you in our next episode.
0: Bye. Bye.